Hello listeners, real quick before the episode starts, I just want to take a quick moment to let you guys know that during this episode, we are going to be stating some interesting things about a certain topic. Most of, if not all of these statements and facts are taken from the internet and different internet articles. With that being said, I just want to let you guys know that this podcast is for entertainment purposes, as if it is not clear enough. And I encourage you to not take this 100% serious with the subjects we discuss. If you find these topics interesting, you can always look them up on the internet and gain proper knowledge. Our statements and opinions are purely for entertainment purposes, so don't take us too seriously. So now sit back, grab a snack, listen on your Mac, and have a crack with this episode of Hey, It Happens. What you're talking about it but yo yo what hey up? yo sean kingston ah, baby girl what's your mm-hmm. name let me talk to you let me buy you a drink i'm t pain you know me no i don't to get that copy strike no i don't <laughs> <laughs> We might as well get the copyright strike out of the way, you know, yeah. before we go any further. So <clears throat> happy to see y'all. Jared, you're happy to have you back since you weren't here last episode, bro. But we're yes. glad to have hey, you on board back. again. Back. Welcome back. I can't even see you. Well, no, because I have my camera off. I don't know. He is Why? a dog with the eyebrows. That is me. You are him? Yeah. But what's up, guys? How, how's everybody doing? Good. I just woke up from a fat-ass nap. fat-ass nap. Unemployment life. Been there, done that. Damn. Yeah. I was actually out and about. Not, not out and about. <laughs> I had to go do some things in Laredo, and then I came back, and when I had come back, my mom was doing this thing. With like, how do you say, it? Uh, like, like on coal, like it was like lit, not, how do you say it? It was lit charcoal and she had it in a pan and she was kind of smoking out the house, like bad vibes type of thing. I don't know. And she put chile in Odd it. boxing. She, pretty much <laughs> the whole house was smoking and it wasn't me. Uh, and she had like peppers in there and it just stunk up the place like I couldn't be indoors and we had to be outside for like an hour and a half and then yeah once we you went outside came smoke, inside right no 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 you bro. couldn't handle the smoke <laughs> inside so I wanted to I wanted to and my mom was she she didn't even like seem that mad about it for me saying it she was just like whatever and I wanted to but I was like nah I, I was like in bed I was looking at my phone and, and I, I just passed out it was all the carbon yeah, dioxide, probably. I, I mean, there was still some smoke when I came back in, so I'm pretty sure I got knocked out by the chili smell. But, uh, I mean, I'm back. I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm awake. Are you pacing I'm just happy to see y'all. Uh, at the moment, yeah, but it's just mainly because I'm moving clothes around. Does it sound like I'm pacing? No, but I, I think what I hear is the little, the little string from your ceiling fan that hits... Bro, it's the, it's the one, uh, bro. It's always the one in front of the TV. That's the one that sounds because if I turn it uh, a level higher on the one above my bed, I'm not sure if it's something on the fan or if it's what's holding the fan, but it makes like a loud creaking noise. It goes like, ear, 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 ear. I don't want that. Just put some WD 40 on it. I'm putting some gorilla glue on this bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you would you uh, if bro, you would be the person who would who would put yeah, gorilla glue windex i'll put in some rice <laughs> <laughs> all right well jared uh you missed the last episode but last episode i was gonna say we but it was mostly me who was talking about i was talking about uh volkswagen's Dieselgate, which was a 
a series of events that occurred in which Volkswagen, VW for short, essentially lied about some of their diesel engines, uh, producing more, I guess, chemicals and smog than they should have. And they installed illegal devices that would make them pass the emissions test. But then once they were being used, they would go back to the regularly scheduled program and produce huge amounts of smog, which caused a huge controversy. That's just a quick recap. You can probably listen to it if you go back and listen to the episode, which should be live already. Um, I don't know if it is, but it should be going live any moment now. Because I finished, Spotify. I finished uploading it right before we started um, recording right now. Woo. But continuing the theme of car companies getting in trouble. I did mention this a little bit last episode before we end it, which was the Ford and Firestone controversy in the late 90s and early 2000s, which caused many, many deaths on the road oh wow are you guys uh familiar with this or no. have heard about it in any way i've heard about it but never really dug into it All yeah right. he's a car man he knows a lot more <laughs> well strap your seat belts and turn on your vw diesel engines and get ready for the ride <laughs> <laughs> So it's been, it's now been about 20 years since this happened. Cause it, like I said, it happened in the late, late nineties and early two thousands. This was when Ford introduced the, what was it? The Explorer. You guys might be familiar with it. Edson, I think you drive one, right? Uh, I have an Explorer sports track. It's like the pickup version of an Explorer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think my mom has one. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a newer model, right? It's not like a 2000 Ford Explorer. It's not the Ford Exploder. (laughs) 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 That's what my dad called it. The Ford Explorer. You know, the Ford Exploder was actually the Pinto, which I think would blow up when it was in crashes. But that's another story. (laughs) Another, like, old vehicle. So So it's a GTA car. Yeah. (laughs) a gta so when ford introduced the explorer they were already in partnership with firestone which is the company that produces tires you guys aren't familiar with it you know they do firestone and bridgestone i believe so when they introduced the explorer they they kind of came into an agreement that firestone would supply the tires needed uh, for the vehicle so they could sell them so they would, you could buy an Explorer off the lot with uh, Firestone's, I guess, a stock. That's what they came straight out of the dealership. And um, quick recap, I'll get into the details right now. These tires were faulty. They would cause rollovers and deaths. You know, rollovers led to deaths among people who would buy it. And they got into... I guess a bit of a fight because nobody knew who to blame. Nobody knew if it was Firestone's fault or Ford's fault for the Explorer, you know, uh, basically flipping over on the streets. Can you imagine like if you're just driving, (laughs) imagine you're driving like down uh, 35, right? You see an Explorer like try and I guess pass you because you're driving too slow. And then all of a sudden you see it just flip over. Right in front of you. Not only like, I guess, causing, you know, uh, harm to whoever's driving it, but to the people around you. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, for it to just flip over out of like the blue, I mean, that that's already scary enough. Yeah. Just so it was in uh, here in the in the uh, report that I have pulled up. It says the problem was officially detected on August of 2000, which Firestone, in response to claims that their 15-inch Wilderness AT, Radio ATX, and ATX2 tires were separating from the tire core causing crashes. So essentially what it was doing is the tire tread 
which goes around the tire and it's basically what gives your tire life was separating from the i guess you could see the inner tube oh wow so that was causing them to you know essentially like blow up in on the road and just you would flip over but wow. there there's actually reports from personal injury injury lawyers that there was cases as far back as 1996 Oh wow! Then they didn't find that out till two thousand. That's when, yeah, that's when. Um, I guess they decided to investigate. You know. God damn. So now, <laughs> a quick history on the Ford Explorer, which is the vehicle that this was attached to. It began producing the Explorer in nineteen ninety. It was a four-wheel drive, practically an iconic styling, uh, smaller SUV. You know, you got you had your Expedition. And then the Explorer was just a little bit smaller, just more appealing, more budget friendly for families. If you couldn't afford yeah. the the bigger SUVs, yeah, they're, I mean they're pretty. They're not as big as a gas guzzler as a fucking Expedition is. Getting flashbacks right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I actually like Explorers, and I and I like the first generation of Explorers. I think they look cool. Yeah, they're pretty good. So, yeah. So, um, like I said already, the failures involve uh, tire tread separation, where the tire tread basically peeled off, leading the tire to disintegrate. Just imagine you have a queso Oaxaca, right? You know how you can pull it apart? Yeah, delicious. Or like a cheese string for my American folks. Mm -hmm. You know how you can pull it apart? Basically, the tire was doing that while driving, while on the road. But what, what, like, what, what exactly are you getting to that? Like, what, why would it do that? You know what I mean? So here's the thing. Neither Firestone nor Ford wanted to admit fault. Oh. So Ford eventually did their own investigation, which confirmed that the Firestone tires were suffering from alar alarmingly high failure rates, which we already know. And um, in court cases, some retired Firestone workers testified that workers had to inspect as many as 100 tires per hour in the factory that they worked in. So and this, this is fresh could off have been, of the investigation. Yes, this could have been. So essentially, it wasn't the Explorer's fault. It was the actual tires. But what this investigation uh, led was that Firestone, I got you on my sides. <laughs> so what this investigation led to was that these Firestone workers at a at a specific plant where some of these tires were being made were going through really bad working conditions. As mentioned oh, here, like each worker had to inspect as many as 100 tires per hour. And, you know, basically going through quality check, right? Having to check mm -hmm. them to see if they were right. A hundred tires per hour, that's, I can't do math insane. that quickly in my head, but oh my God, like that's insane, I mean, take bro. into account, that's take into like account. 40 seconds per tire. Uh, what is that? Yeah. It, like around 40 seconds per tire. Dang. Give or take. That's like my mental math. I'm Are sorry, you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, Man, those are hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, probably creators are kind of dumb. Yo, but honestly, though, like, like having been a, a tire tech before for loves, a proper, like, I guess, uh, inspection does not take 40 seconds. I'm sorry, but like, you need like at least a good two to three minutes to properly go through it, make sure everything's good. Especially with the, you know, their brand new tires, even more so. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. No, so, and like I imagine, because it's like 100 per hour. Like, that's not even the day, bro. Like, that's yeah, not that's, even the that's full not, day. Imagine your full day. And these are, this was back then in the 90s and early 2000s. Working <laughs> conditions you know, even though they suck today, they weren't as good as they were today. So you can only imagine like just this, I guess, stress and just what these workers were going through. 
Mm-hmm. So during this investigation, side note, some of these retired workers also testified that they were told to use benzene on tire adhesives that had lost its tack from sitting too long. So basically, oh. like these tires that were made in the factory that had been sitting for way too long that just started to like fall apart on themselves, they were told to use benzene, which actually causes damage to materials in a tire. Like basically, you know, put it back together and let's ship it out. (laughs) And it was adhesive doing this? Yeah. So essentially like these tires that were made in the factory, they were sitting for too long. I'm, I'm assuming in the heat, you know, not in proper storage. Yeah, they used to fall apart by themselves. Instead of making new tires, what they told these workers to do were, hey, just like just put in a different type of adhesive, just to hold it together and ship it out. Like, let's send them out. Damn. Instead of no. going through the process to make new tires properly. No shits given. Yeah, that's, ha- that's really half-assed. That's really half-assed, and that's negligence from the company that's scary though and coming from firestone bro that's like one of the top yes exactly like there with a lot of history now we know bad history but with history and like you said one of the top brands if you're gonna drive drive a firestone to the grave (laughs) to the grave (laughs) i don't know So, yo, that's that's fucked up. Yeah, bro, a lot. Um, the NHTSA, which is the National Highway, blah 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 blah. It's the association that takes care of all the roads na- nationwide. I don't know the full uh, acronym, <laughs> and I'm not gonna look it up. But the NHTSA, you just said blah blah blah. Exactly, National Highway, blah 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 blah. All right. Uh, during their investigation, they found out that. Because of these problems, over 200 people died in accidents brought only by tire tread separation for this cause specifically. Like, dude, that's, oh my God, that's a lot. Shit. And like all the cases that there have been in those, uh, in those couple of years before they even started investigating, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, pretty sure there's. Yeah, yeah, well, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, no, go, go. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. those cases that were before the investigation, like I mentioned earlier, weren't accounted for, because those were just smaller cases that were handled by personal injury lawyers, not by the NH NHTSA or not by Ford. They were just cases that were like, yo, like this happened a couple years ago. You think it lines up with it, and you know. So we don't really know the exact number of deaths caused, but it's Yo. safe to say it was over 200. And then imagine all the cases that weren't reported, like the people like, oh, the, t- the tire pop. No, nah, don't worry. Let's just change it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Dude. So after this. Personally, 200, I think, is a little bit of a low number. But I mean, that's not to like belittle the death death toll or anything but considering all the tires they sent out it could have been a lot yeah well the thing is that all of these tires or at least most of them were coming from a single plant or a single you know warehouse where these workers decided i think they decided to go on strike because of the working conditions that i already mentioned so that's when these tires started getting lower in quality, essentially not being checked properly. So, you know, it, it it's bad, yes. Um, but think about it. Like, these were all deaths that could have been avoided. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, like, if you're in charge of, potentially the thing that makes the car go well not makes the car go but it's 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 what it relies on to move along and you're just gonna half-ass it knowing damn well that the chemicals inside of the adhesive itself is gonna do that yeah and you know like you're supposed to be this quality brand and you know like it just i feel like it just made a bad name for firestone 
overall. Like, like you said, so so many things could have been avoided. Well, here's the thing. This is now, you know, now we know that it was because of Firestone. But back then, ap- right after this investigation, I don't think it ended. But while it was still going on, when all of these, you know, allegations started coming out to the public, Firestone actually publicly argued that Ford's recommended 26 PSI inflation pressure was too low. That it should have been at 30 PSI. So essentially they were saying, hey, like, it's your fault for recommending the people to inflate them lower than they should be. That's why it's causing them to fail. What? <laughs> it was a Wait. Also, 25 PSI, that's some shit that, that that's that's the PSI you get when you're like you're on your way to a flat. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, the PSI I got when I got a flat in Ceniso. Damn, bro. <laughs> 25. Bro, that I mean, I would I would believe you 25 PSI, maybe on like a bike, front and back wheel, but on a car. I... <laughs> on a on a truck. It was a an SUV, a small SUV. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, the explorer. So okay, so lower PSI is just to put it out there. It is normally used for like off-road situations. Really? Just so it's so the tire can have a little bit more flexibility, so you can have better grip. You know, if it's if it's not hard, you know, like at a higher pressure, um, it can essentially like grab onto you know these terrains better. Yeah, and it's actually a thing that I heard back then, where if you're stuck like in the in the dirt or in the mud is deflate your tires a little bit so you can have a little bit better grip. I don't know if it works in all situations, but I do know it's used for different off-road applications. But I've in this case, never heard of that, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So compare it to um, a soccer ball or a basketball that that's not fully inflated. You have a better grip on it with one hand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It just like the Patriots did with their footballs, right? Allegedly. Oh, yeah, allegedly. You know, less, less PSI. Uh, it just gives you better grip. So it's it's the same. It's the same similar principle with tires. But these people weren't going off roading like this was road use. Yeah. Highway yes. highways. Yeah. So apart from this, Firestone also said the Explorer was abnormally dangerous. And it was prone to rollovers um, despite of tire failure. So essentially, you know, in a way they were saying like, yeah, like our, our tires failed, but your truck is the one that rolls over, you know, like that's your vehicle. So it went back and forth between Ford and Firestone. You know, it was you. No, it was you. No, we found this out. And Ford argued that the Explorer was no more dangerous than any other SUVs. Uh, during that time and that the accident rate for explorers with Goodyear tires was far lower than for explorers with Firestone tires. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> they actually found that out later on with the same investigation. They were like, well, some of our tires actually come with Goodyear tires and those aren't failing as much and they aren't rolling over as much as your shitty Firestone tires. So checkmate. I mean, that's a big fuck you to Firestone right there. Yeah. Ford also argued that there was something wrong with the design of Firestone tires and with the manufacturing of those tires with benzene. As I mentioned before, benzene with time causes damage to certain uh, certain materials used for making tires. I'm guessing it doesn't go well with rubber. <laughs> Probably not uh, vulcanized rubber, which I think is the proper term for the rubber used for tires. Yeah. It's it's cooked essentially. Medium rare. <laughs> also, I just want to add to the to okay. the PSI that Ford was using on their tires. Uh-huh. That that all depends on the on the tire themselves. Like it's not more like oh like that's on its way of being a flat no, that's relative. Like a flat, your sidewall has to be near the ground, you know, to be yeah. causing any possible damage. 
So like 25 doesn't sound like much, but it is enough. Like you could roll, you could roll in your car at 25 PSI. No pasa nada. Like, but yeah, once you start hitting like the lower teens, that's where you have a problem where you're causing tire wear on your sidewall and your sidewall is not as thick as your your tire itself like where the tire is supposed to be hitting the floor that's how you have a blowout but 25 psi it doesn't sound like a lot but for an suv it should be more than enough as long as they're within weight you know and that's how ford um classifies their psi like you know what's a good PSI for everyday use, and and if they want to go off roading, it should be good too, which is what they were, True. what they were aiming for. Yeah, yeah, look, I I remember when I had a blowout on the Jetta when I was coming off of Cuatro uh, Vientos heading oh, home. Oh, a Jetta! <laughs> Lay down in front of it, dude. Do it, it passes. No, um. What's it called? Uh, I kind of already had damage to the sidewall. And it was like this the day after I was going to go fix it. Uh, and then when I was heading home, I don't remember the exact PSI. I just do remember I was getting low. I must have been at 20 and under maybe. And right at that turn where you get that. Uh, well, there's a turn just you know to give a visualization to those who don't know. But uh you, you, it's a left and right stop and I, I went right and as soon as I took the right like it blew out like out of nowhere I wasn't going fast uh it was already low like I said the sidewall thing it was Thankfully already damaged fast. yeah because like I, I heard it I heard the bah! and then I just boom, 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 and I pulled over to the side but yeah I mean but that was a uh, it blew from where from like the sidewall yeah like the corner like it got like part of the bottom oh and it's part round of the so there's no there's there's not really any corners is there well okay no but it's like you know there's like a little bit of edge where the bottom meets the well not an edge necessarily sorry i keep saying like it is a corner but there is like the the the, the space between the sidewall and the bottom part is where it happened what if i'm looking at it from the top and I'm looking at the top part, not the bottom. Uh, then, you know, like the edge of the sidewall, I guess. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm, I don't know. I, I, don't I get know you. I'm just, no, no, no. I get you. I'm no, just, no, no. I'm just messing with you. I, I'm not, I'm not going to give any more input on cards. I, I know nothing. <laughs> no. I'm just messing I'm gonna with st- you, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to Lego cars from now on. Those motherfuckers got bricks and a bunch of other shit flying bricks no i'm just messing with you so when i i had a um i had a tire well actually now that i think about it like with every car that i've owned i've had a tire you know blown or gone flat on me it didn't blow with the with the uh, with the audi now i it just you know i hit a pothole and it just got a puncture on the sidewall which was leaking. Wait, very... hold on. I'm curious. I, I forgot which pothole you was it on your street or was it down my street? I don't have a street down there, sir. I don't live there anymore. Well, you grew up there, so technically it's still your street. It was next to the street. Yeah, it was uh what is it, Rodriguez? Oh bro. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, okay. it wasn't. No, 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 no. It was I'm lying. It was Morales Street. Because oh, I remember worse, we passed bro. because I remember we passed by and I was like, oh, like Max lives. Was there. It I don't know if he church? still lives there, but no, it was ah oh, damn, I can't remember. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. If it was after the church after the church, bro. before you get to to the main um to the main road, right? Had I known, up. had I known I would have told you to avoid that street completely, but I had no idea which way you were going Dude, out. It's cause it's because you can't see them. That's a thing. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, from, you know, since I've passed there, whatever, every time I go to the store or I go to Roy's, like that street is like, avoid that fucking street. That is just like an accident waiting to happen. Well, thanks for the info. 
I had no idea you were going out through there. I honestly thought you were going out either through my street or your ex street. Yeah, I should have because I I always go out through through your street. I just make a U turn and just go back the way I came. Yeah, but now you're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Um. But with every car that I've owned, I've had like a tire failed on me. And this happened, the first time it happened was with the Malibu, actually. And I had just gotten a pair of, you know, wheels and tires for my cousin. They were like these, these chromies. I don't know if you remember them. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I actually have a picture with them the up on my Instagram. Yeah. It's an old picture where I'm sitting on the hood of the Malibu. And fun fact, I'm actually wearing some dunks, Fern. Right now, I'll send it in the chat. But I, I was wearing the dunks I used to wear in high school. And you can see the the chrome wheels on them. But anyways, so the tires were old for, for when I bought them off my cousin. And they had been sitting like in a shed for a long ass time. So essentially what it did was it just blew off the sidewall because they were old tires already. So yeah. this is similar to what happened with Firestone. They used old tires and they were like, oh, just patch them back up, just put them together and ship them out and um uh to give a little bit more detail to what i said earlier that all of these were coming from a specific plant this was actually in a decatur uh their decatur location i don't know where decatur is i don't know if any of you guys know that i have no idea fernie (laughs) fernie you're Jared, you're, you're the smart one out of all of us. <coughs> Decatur. No, Decatur is no, in Illinois. <laughs> so the tires that fell were primarily manufactured at Firestone's Decatur, Illinois factory during a time of labor unrest and a strike against Firestone. <laughs> this is what I mentioned earlier, that a lot of the workers... Uh, I guess they formed a union and they went on strike because of the poor working conditions. And this led to the tires from that specific factory come out faulty. So, you know, (laughs) don't start. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. (laughs) You can't be doing that because the, the listeners can't see the chat. They they're only listening to us. Well, yeah, but I mean, at least I got a reaction out of it. True. Yeah. So we can always just screenshot and post it on the page later. Just be like, "What was making Israel have so much?" We already posted the just so they can know. (laughs) This just in, guys. You are not watching. Allah. Well. On August 9, 2011, Firestone issued a recall covering 6.5 million tires. Sheesh. Yeah. It's almost a populace. Yeah. All of these tires manufactured between 1991 and 1996. Was there any financial compensation? Uh, that doesn't come out here on this Um Actually, it does, but let me get to it. It's at uh, two paragraphs below this. So after that, on May 22nd, 2001, Ford announced a voluntary recall of all their wilderness wilderness AT tires, um, basically all the the Firestone tires that they had. And this covered an additional 13 million Firestone tires that cost Ford $3 billion. And this was a voluntary recall, which basically means that ford took ownership of it they were like we'll handle it you know we'll cover the cost we'll take care of it um what actually doesn't say if like consumers receive compensation i'm assuming they did but it's too especially the ones that were personally affected yeah well essentially the ones who survived right like or even like the families of of people who unfortunately died because of this but it is estimated that these tire failures and rollovers cost firestone 1.67 billion dollars 
and the Ford Motor Company $530 million. Bridgestone's market price dropped by 50%, and the resulting restructuring cost Bridgestone $2 billion. And then in 2001, Ford recorded a loss of $5.5 billion. And this was all in 2000, 2001. So I can't adjust for inflation, but that would be much more today. How many billion dollars? At least a couple two, two billion. Yeah, two billion for Bridgestone, 5.5 billion for Ford. So, Jared, our dear smart friend, do you know how much that is in today's money? No, I'm only good at mental math. Sorry. <laughs> it was nine plus ten. Ah, uh, uh-huh, no, te creas. 21. okay um so after this ford and firestone they both well actually not after this but during all of this they actually suffered consequences there was lawsuits and charges made not just by people but between each other you know you know like like I, we already mentioned, they're basically bl- not you owning up to it go. and putting the blame into each other. Yeah, this is going back and forth. Yeah, just to between them. Day. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me, Edson? I can hear you fine. You were cutting off for the Oh, then I guess it's just you, bro. I guess it is just me, bro. Gotta buy some Astros, dog. Oh, bro, you didn't you see him? He has some afterglows on right now. Astro. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> I took half a Zan. I'm pounding on my mats. No. <laughs> pause. 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 <laughs> so after this, Firestone announced that it was severing its ties with Ford, basically cutting all business relationships. Saying, I feel like Ford was Tukasa. happy Oh, this was also like uh, I I think I read earlier it was already like a ninety year relationship that they had relationship Jeez. partnership, you know, however you want to call it, and it all ended because of negligence essentially from both brands. I want to say you can't blame it all on just one single brand because. It was, you know, both of their faults. Maybe a little more Firestones, but Ford was also like involved. Way more. Yeah, but Ford could have also done something sooner, if you think about it. Yeah, like especially without their investigation going on. Exactly. And because it was also affecting their and Explorer later, model, bro. I feel that Ford should have taken full accountability, but then also sued Firestone, Firestone. and get everything that they've lost by giving people back money or whatever the case was that they did doing the recalls um, and, you know, just charge Firestone what they've lost. Well, see, that's why we're not even business majors or business people because we don't know how it actually works. Yeah. And I mean, maybe in the eyes of them, it doesn't seem like such a smart move just because, you know, they're going to end up giving that money and they don't know if, they're actually going to go through with suing and if they're going to win it. And so you don't know if they're actually going to get the full amount back to both have a, a win on their side and be able to pay everyone back. And I mean, there's, and there's so much like counter arguments, bro. When you're talking about a, a partnership that you have with a company and you turn, you know, essentially like your back on them and be like, Hey, like it's your fault, pay up. What do you think they're going to do? They're not going to settle and be like, Oh yeah, no. Yeah. It's our fault. No. They're you son of a back. bitch. We've been in business for yeah. years, and this is how you break our trust. Pretty much. Sakalanelga. Like oh, I don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so in July 2003, Bridgestone, which is part of the Firestone, I think they actually rebranded Bridgestone. I could be wrong. But Bridgestone announced... Firestone still exists. Yeah, so Bridgestone announced a settlement agreeing to pay $240 million 
to Ford Motor Company to settle claims. So in the end, Bridgestone yeah. did pay up a settlement. And Firestone alleged that Ford was trying to divert attention from the problems with the Explorer. So this is what I was saying. Like, was it ethical on the part of Ford and Firestone to cover the problems and the Firestone tires instead yeah. of dealing with it sooner? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yes. No, I'm kidding. No, go again. <laughs> no, just, just go ahead and say it again. Was it ethical on the part of Ford and Firestone to cover the problems in the Firestone tires? You said yes. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Before you say anything, you shouldn't freak out if he does say yes, because you are genuinely asking a question. That implies he can say yes or no. I assumed it was rhetorical. I thought we we're on the same page and we had verbally agreed that both of these companies did a shitty thing and trying to hide it and not doing something about it sooner. But I, okay, yes, I really answered so yes. It was more Firestone that was trying to hide anything. Yeah, because they can't also like this is this is what I was kind of get, gonna get to, but like you can't also blame them on the whole, you know. It's because the Ford Explorer rolls over. Dude, the fucking Jeep rolls over and it has a higher chance of rolling over than an Explorer does. People who drive like Jeeps Jetta rolls over are annoying. No, nah, I didn't roll over. Didn't? No, well, at least my. But it did, wasn't because but... of the tires, right? I mean, well, I don't know. He was asleep. <laughs> Damn. It do be like that, huh? It's, it's the people you trust that. <laughs> punch you in the gut all the time one v one right now no nah, i'm not doing that one v one in sea of thieves but oh okay yeah. oh yeah, damn coming out with the big statements i'm just not gonna switch over for a concert for something that can be over in two minutes uh so you're calling me poor because i can't get the new console essentially Sheesh. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, where were we on this? Uh, I don't know. We lost track. Um, I'm not throwing that to the they, they tried. They tried. Um, okay, please stop. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Please stop. Right, <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. So just, you know, between Ford and Firestone, they tried to hide it and they couldn't. Not that they couldn't, but they didn't do anything about it sooner. Instead, they tried blaming it on each other. No, you. Was, no, you. Was it, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I, I thought someone was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was know, waiting I for someone to go. That, I just think that it was more so Firestone than it was Ford. And things should have been handled differently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, you know, Kakin. To be fair, and I think I only said this like in one sentence earlier. I didn't, I didn't go deep into it, but the Ford Explorer, the original one, did, uh, was prone to rolling over. But it happened more with the Firestone tires than it did with the other Goodyear. tires. Yeah, like I said Goodyear earlier. Mm-hmm. But it was prone to rolling over, just like, you know, a lot of these old SUVs were. Because their center of gravity were higher, because maybe their suspension was higher. You know, essentially to help with off-roading, but with regular, regular road driving, it's any hard turn, it's prone to roll over. So it was prone to that, but it happened more with the Firestone tires than it did with, you know, Goodyear as an example. I think that just opens up a different path to question because you'd need to take into account how many people had what tires and all that. You know, more people could have had Firestone tires because that's how the bundle is or whatever, but I don't think that clearly explains like you can put whatever tires in whatever car 
and the car is still prone to roll over, isn't it? So I just yeah. don't think that's like a in, good in all honesty, any car is prone to rolling over. It's just depending on speed and you know road conditions. weather conditions so so anything could be a factor at the end of the day i don't think that was smart or that might have just been like a half-assed thing that uh firestone right that's what they said to ford i I don't think that was like a well thought out response but i can also see why they said it because they were probably desperate but at the same time i don't think both groups like you can tell where their priorities are just because of that the money yeah, the money. The money. Especially, the money. especially on the Firestone side, that like having their people like use a certain chemical that you know doesn't age well on certain materials, and then like the poor working conditions, like you can tell who was more doing it for the money than others. Ford just trusted them a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. At at the end of the day, it wasn't the priority wasn't to like take care of the people or like the 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 people's safety wasn't there. Exactly. It was all about all right, who's copying up the money for all these deaths? So yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I agree. It's, yeah. It's not it's not ethical whatsoever. Exactly. Essentially, you know, final thoughts here for me. It was just corporate greed and negligence that cost the lives of many people and families uh, who just wanted to try the new Ford Explorer, bro. I just wanted a Ford Explorer. No, I'm in the hospital. But I got an expedition. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's just... (laughs) I don't know what you were going to say, but it was so funny. I'm sorry. No, but that that hey, was look, it's Chris unfortunate. Rock. Dave Chappelle, but pretty close. Close enough. So this was um. Damn, like this is, we went we went a little bit further back compared to the VW scandal because VW scandal was much more recent, and of course, it didn't involve you know a large amount of people dying. But it's. It at the falls, end, it was I think all... it falls under the same. Um, yeah, I think it falls under the same umbrella of corporate greed and negligence. Like I already said, just these yeah. companies trying to get away with shit, trying to sweep things under the yeah. rug, and you know, yeah, bro, they got caught in 4K. Money in uh, in their pockets. Yeah, money. Yeah, money in the bank. Get that yeah. cream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going for the money in the bank. He's setting up the ladder. Oh, no. JR, I tell you, I've never seen a fight like this. <laughs> Literally every fight. <laughs> for real. So, see if thieves. Hell yeah. We're, st- dog, Yo, like, oh, we're still no, recording. Oh. Chill. Near the hooks, I'll never go. All right. Well, that's a, that, that's a quick wrap-up on this subject. There's a lot more that you can get into it and read. But if I were to go through every single detail, it, this would be like a three hour long podcast. And that is not yeah. what we want. Um, this is going to be a again, whole history whoa, again, channel. Again, hold on. Hold on. Segment. I need to give a disclaimer real quick. And this also falls under the last episode with the VW Dieselgate situation. We are not journalists we are not reporters we are not professionals Nor do we give a fuck i do i don't know about you but i do um <laughs> but i'm just saying also, like we are not pros um we, we also don't advocate for these companies uh maybe you <laughs> maybe hold on you let don't. me finish <laughs> we're not pros all right we're not professionals we just give our opinions for ent- entertainment uh, purposes that's what this podcast is. You know, these like last two episodes have been a little bit serious, you know, with the terms of lying, uh, illegal activities, and then now deaths. But this is all for entertainment purposes. Uh, if you guys, the ones listening, want to know more about this, do your own research, essentially. 
don't trust us. Oh. Like, don't trust me. I'm reading it off an article that I, the webpage is called lies.com. No, I'm like, that's not the actual page. Um, but that was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie. Yes. Don't trust me. I'm just reading it off of the internet. And because this is all interesting to me, uh, maybe it's interesting to you guys too. It's just something I wanted to bring to the table. And again, this is all for entertainment purposes. Don't take it serious. If you do want to know the actual facts and go deeper into it, Google it. It's easy. With that being said, that's that's a wrap. That's a wrap. All that's right. a wrap. That's a wrap for sure. today. I mean, hey, I, remember, I, prom- I promise for I promise if for next, get, huh? If you ever get a blowout on the highway, remember, hey, it happens. Hey, it happens. Dude, I actually, did I ever tell you guys that I got a blowout with the fusion over here on the highway? Yeah, well, yeah, in the I middle think of so. downtown Dallas. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you mentioned it. Yeah. Like on a four or five lane uh, highway, cars zooming oh, by like you fun. at. 80 miles per hour and higher. That was scary, bro. But I think that's the quickest tire change I have ever done. I should have timed myself. But that was, <laughs> the, that was the quickest tire change I have ever done. You were, uh, what's it called? Guido, Guido and Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> Beat stop. I lost bits. Yeah, that's a wrap sure. for today's episode. Um, Next week, Next episode, I, I'm calling y'all out live on the pod. I want one of you to bring a topic that you can talk about. It doesn't have to be about that's cars. It. I know these past two have been about cars. They don't have to be. That's, that's just what I brought. That's what I did my little uh, research on. But next week, we'll continue with this season of Hey, It Happens. Uh, until next time, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you guys. Fernando Guerra, Homelander, and Jared Borrego for joining this week. It's funny, I don't even have blonde hair anymore. Later. Wait.